to the Fantasy Sports Cave. Yes, we are live and direct here on YouTube. And this is an NBA episode. Folks, I know oh. you're used to hearing Chris, my guy Chris over here. I know you're, here, you're used to hearing Chris in audio form. But today, today. We, we are doing it on video. Chris, yes. what's up, bud? My man, Alex, man. Uh, you know how to get the crowd involved, man. I like it. I, lo I love the personality, man. I love the drive. You get me excited to talk hoops. Then that's see, I, I, I've been interviewing some boxers lately, and that's what every boxer said. I interviewed Showtime Sean Porter, Ugas, yeah. and and they're like, "Man, I love your energy. You're fun yeah. because uh, you know I'm not a gray-haired old man asking like, oh, well, uh, what do you think of your opponent? Uh, right. What are you doing in this fight? No, right. we're coming with that heat, son. We come, we come in right. hot, and uh, I can't wait to talk some NBA hoops for people who don't know. Chris and I met last week after yeah. after was it last week or two weeks ago? It was last week. My gosh, I'm getting oh, my yeah. times mixed up. It was after um, it was after a, a boxing press conference. I met up with my guy Chris at a Tender Greens in, uh, in El Segundo. El Segundo, and you know yes, what? Sir. We tried to record something, and uh, the mic it wasn't uh, it wasn't feeling us, man. For some reason, I don't know. The audio was a little off. There was right. some background music, but hey, you know what? Right. We got some free cake. We got to hang out with each other for a little bit. It was it was a beautiful thing. But right here, right now, folks, we're coming to you live and direct. Shout out to everybody watching live and everybody listening on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, yes, Stitcher, and everywhere. You listen to your yes. audio experiences. Chris, I got to get your insight right now because the Clippers yes. played the East Coast Clippers last night. The Nets and the Clippers are essentially the same team mm. in different conferences. These guys are uh, some of their parts. Mm. And last night was crazy, Chris. Yep. Uh, I need you to dive into it because there was a lead, and then the other team took a lead, and then Lou Will said, I'm going to shut this shit down. I got to go home. I got to make my my dinner appointment at Palm's Restaurant. Chris, take it away. <laughs> my man, Alex, yeah, the game the game was very interesting, man. I was at the game last night, um, and you're right. Uh, Brooklyn is Brooklyn plays hard, number one. They, they're they're going to be here for years to come, man. Um, I really believe that. Um they jumped on the Clippers from the start. They had they were up by as many as I believe as 19 early in the second. Doc calls the timeout, enters his dogs in, Montrez, Lou, Pat, um, Danilo, and I believe it was Shea. I believe it was Shea. But man, they after being down 19, man, they went on this 30, 33 to 9 run, closed the half up five, and then they took that lead and took it to double digits heading into the Heading into the early in the third, tie going into the fourth. In the fourth quarter, it was just it was Lou time, man. Uh, he was responsible for a lot of their points. I know they started the quarter on a sixteen to four run, and then Brooklyn climbed all the way back, man, led by D'Angelo Russell, former Laker, and uh, Lou hit the shot, man. Shot shot heard around the world, I guess to say, which I don't understand. What I asked Coach Kenny Atkins, the coach for Brooklyn, after the game. Oh, you were at the game. You you were covering the game on Sunday. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yesterday, yes. Um, I asked their coach after because they played zone defense for most of the second half. Yeah, they, reason, they threw off the Clippers a little bit with that. It it, it did, it did. But for, for them to run that the last play of the game, I think that was a good decision. So I asked the coach, he said, it's been working for him. He said, at the end of the day, they still felt they put Lou in a tough spot. He just made a tough shot, fading to his left. So I'm like, but that's what he does, though. So you got to you gotta put your team, you got to put your guys in a better position knowing that Lou – Anybody else can beat you but two, three. That's my mindset if I'm if I'm Coach Atkins. I can't let Lou catch the ball. If Pat knocks it down, I can go home. I get back on a plane. I fly to Sacramento. Same thing with Danilo. Same thing with Shea or whoever. Can't let Lou beat you because you know he's their closer. So, and that's what he did. He beat him, man. 
And he, he always scores going to his left, I noticed. Right. Like, if he goes yeah. to his left, there is a high probability he's going to make it. And I can't right. believe the Clippers let the Nets get on that crazy run to end the game right there to, to even get it to be tied. Right. And they both teams have a never-say-die attitude, which I really love to see. Yep. Both teams hopefully make some noise in the playoffs, and I agree with you. If you let Montrez Harrell beat you, that's fine. If you let Patrick Beverly beat you, that's fine. But you got somehow Lou William got the damn ball. He right. shot it over him, and there was nothing to be said. I mean, and then Brooklyn left L.A. pretty sad. I think they're coming back later this week to play the Lakers. So yes, they'll, right. they'll be, yeah, so they'll get a little um, – they'll probably try to avenge that defeat. But, man, shout-out to the Clippers. Never say die attitude. Yes, Best not. bench in the league right now, Chris. I'm calling it right now. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, as you said, you know, the dogs, they come in here and you put them with Patrick Beverly. I'd hate to play them in a seven-game series. I hope oh, that yeah. they some way, somehow find a way out of that eight seed, though, Chris. There's got to be a way. Golden State and San Antonio are going to start in about a half hour. I'm actually rooting for Golden State in this one. Oh, okay, because yeah. I want the Spurs to lose. I believe the Spurs have the tiebreaker. Right? I'm sorry, I'm rooting for the Warriors to beat the Spurs. and Because I, I believe the Spurs have the tiebreaker over the Clippers. They so won eight Pardon? They won eight straight, too. The, the Spurs? Yes. They Quiet. are uh, classic Popovich, man. They spent 65 days under 500 in the last, like, 15 years I saw. That's that's <laughs> out of control, man. You just give him some bodies and he'll he'll make it work. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm hoping the Clippers somehow make it to the sixth seed as well because that would be a fun series between uh, Oklahoma City and the Clippers. You got the two L.A. boys coming at it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I hope for. But then you got Houston up there cooking it up as well, man. It's an interesting playoff race. Out west. Now back to the east. Let me talk about D'Angelo and okay. Bertons, the accountant Joe Harris. They're doing great stuff. I mean, the, the, the Nets are great at player development. This is what Kenny Atkinson was known for before was player development. You got D'Angelo Russell, who's an all-star right now. He's playing at a high level right now. Uh, my favorite guy, Jared Allen, and his hair. His hair should get all NBA considerations right now. It's it's, it's <laughs> awesome to see on the court. And of course, you got Kunuks. You got uh you got uh, uh to the Joe Harris, the three-point shooting champion. It's a great squad. They're sitting pretty at the sixth seed right now, Chris. And you know what? That's a dangerous team for Indiana to play right now. Indiana, I know, is great. They got a. I believe they have the best defense since the new year right now. Uh, and they're they're doing great things. Uh, but I want to see an Indiana Brooklyn. That's probably an NBA TV series right there. But it's mm -hmm. going to be a great series, nevertheless. And they can make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, no, no doubt. Brooklyn's but they actually got bumped down to the seventh seed after that loss last night because Detroit won. So Detroit's in the sixth spot right Ooh, now. Ooh, look but, out! Yeah, but they're in the seventh seed. Black Sam, they're they're young. Um, DeAndre the Russell, the leader, he's only twenty three years old, but he made big shots last night, man. Uh, that deficit that you were talking about, they were down ten with about a minute and thirty some seconds left. They were down one sixteen, one hundred six, ended up tying the game, and obviously Lou Lou brought the Clippers home, but. Um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn plays hard, man. Their guys believe in what the coach is selling them. Mm -hmm. um, they have a six-man in the year candidate in themselves, Spencer Dimity, even though he didn't play play well last. He didn't shoot the ball well last night, just two for sixteen. Um, but Brooklyn, Brooklyn plays well, man. Um, they just don't have that closure yet. They don't, they don't have that. They don't, they don't have, have that closure. closure. Not I yet. love Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's a Taft, a Taft High School guy. He's a Valley boy right down he's the street. Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. His parents were in the crowd front row as well. I'm just oh. interested to see if they pay D'Angelo at the end of the year because they're going to make a lot of decisions. I know they're going to go after Kyrie Irving. They're mm -hmm. trying to make it something happen. And the Nets, uh, as of recently, are a more player friendly organization than James Dolan and the New York Knicks. So I oh, expect uh, I expect both uh, secondary teams in LA and New York to make a lot of noise of this off season. And you know what? If I'm break, I'm trying to break down real quick a Toronto Brooklyn series in my head. 
Jared Allen can clog up the paint, the paint against uh, Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka. I just don't know if there's anybody that can guard Kawhi Leonard in that series for Brooklyn because uh, it seems like Larry will, will kind of get can get caught up a little bit with Dinwiddie and all of those guys. Allen mm-hmm. will be there. They can spread the floor a little bit against Toronto. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I don't see anybody that can stop Kawhi Leonard on Brooklyn. No, but it's, but Marcus Gasol will be able to pull. Um, uh, Allen away and Baca for the most part would be to pull Allen away from the basket because both, right. both those guys can shoot the ball from the perimeter and they like the starts and ends with number two man Kawhi Kawhi is the, the is their best player. Um, I don't think Brooklyn have enough man. I'll, I'll be surprised if they win more than one game if they were to meet in the series. Yeah, that's um, a that's a five game series right? Like the Brooklyn takes game three on a close one and then you know they boom boom done done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm mean, like saying Brooklyn on the upcome to go to like I said I believe they will sign somebody this year. Um, some superstar will come to play for them. Um, like I said, they, they're a young team that plays hard. As far as D'Angelo being paid, I believe they will pay him because that's the reason why they traded for him. When they obviously they traded, they brought him over from the Lakers because they they believe he's the point guard of the future. Um, so I'm not I'm not I'm not really sure how how strong they would try to pursue Kyrie in the offseason. But um, honestly, those two might be able to play together. I mean, I don't know. I have to see it on. I would have to see it on the court. But those two may be able to play together. Um, Kyrie and D'Angelo, they might. I don't. I mean, I don't know. But. See, this is why I got kind of pissed, Chris, because I kind of wanted to see mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball and D'Angelo Russell in the same backcourt. I, 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 kinda, mm-hmm. I, I think that could have worked a little bit with the pass-first play of Lonzo, D'Angelo able to make his own shot and to take shot. He may have the highest arcing shot in the NBA. D'Angelo right. Russell can shoot it over uh, Sequoia trees. He's out of control. <laughs> he pulls up from three. I love his range. I like what he's doing, man. And then, uh, you know, he, he got over this whole snitching thing. <laughs> and he, he's made a home for himself. Yeah. In Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference. Somebody will pay him if it's not Brooklyn. Can we yeah. talk about the secondary teams in these markets right now? Oh, yeah. This had to be planned out to have LA, New York on both coasts, one at right. nine in the morning local time. And one at, you know what I mean? They had it, right. they, they planned this out beautifully. But the Lakers and the Knicks are taking a back seat right now oh, yeah. to the Clippers and the Nets. We got to talk about LeBron James. My right. guy, LeBron James, uh, not looking too hot. It looks like he's still a little hurt in the groin area. <laughs> the Lakers gave up a 13-1 run to close the game last night, and the Knicks won by a point. Mario Hazonia is the MVP of the New York Knicks. This man walked over to Giannis, and then he packed LeBron James like he was – that was a big brother block, Chris. That was not little yeah, – right. that was not a little tipping block. Right. That was a big brother, little brother in the in the driveway block. Yeah. And well, the got a win. The yeah. Knicks got the W. The Lakers are still tanking hard. This is awesome. If this somehow ends up that the Lakers get Zion and the Knicks fall to like two or three, it's going to be absolute comedy right now because I'm. this is just like when David Robinson got hurt, right, and they drafted Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. I can see all the parallels with Zion and LeBron, the Zion-Bron connect Sean. I'm, I'm already here for it. I'm running out, <laughs> I'm running out of T-shirts, Chris. And right. to have uh, you know LeBron to be the mentor to Zion Williamson. It's all it, it's all tailor made to be right now because Zion can really help a championship team right now. If he gets on the Lakers oh, yeah. and they sign a Kawhi Leonard or whatever, that team can compete in the playoffs, can yeah. compete in the West. But let's go back to this game right here. LeBron, everybody's talking about LeBron going to the end of the bench, doing his thing, not really caring about timeouts. It is what it is. It's yeah. a, it's a matinee game. It's noon local time, nine a.m. Yeah. our time. It right. is what it is. The, the Knicks got the W. I really got nothing else to say other than Mario Hazonia. Is the Knicks MVP this year? He's he's got all the highlights. He really the, his screensaver should be the the Giannis walkover and the LeBron block. Those are his two career highlights. And you know what's so funny is I was watching Shannon Sharp this morning, yeah. and he was saying Mauro Hazonia was a top five pick. Blah 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 blah. Like totally standing for LeBron. I like Shannon he's Sharp. Right. I think he's a great guy. 
Marizonia was given up on in Orlando. They didn't even, they just gave him away. Yeah. They didn't out. They didn't want to trade. They couldn't even trade a, a second round compensatory pick for him. Nothing. This dude was given away. So uh, you know, shout out to Marizonia. Maybe it's the system. Maybe it's uh, the Croatians in uh, New York, man. He's getting that good food. Who knows? But uh, take it away, Chris, man. I got to get your opinion on this L.A. New York situation here. <laughs> my man, Alex, man. It's a lot of stuff to touch on. But first thing first, um, yeah, my Lakers did give my Lakers did give the first one. Man, we were swept by the worst team in basketball. Knicks had 14 wins. Two of them came against us. That's number one. And number yep. two, Mauro Hazonia was a top five pick. I mean, people forget, man. He is athletic. Yeah, he can't. He's he's still learning how to play the game, but he's athletic. So the jumping and his timing and all that stuff, I mean, it's there, but he's still – I mean, he's not – he wasn't worthy of the top five pick, let's just say that. As far as the Lakers, man, we don't – LeBron, everybody's going to keep making excuses for his groin, man. Honestly, I don't think he's as hurt as everybody says – everybody thinks he is right now. He wasn't Do you think he just fell off a cliff, Chris? Man, I never thought – it's my honest opinion. I wasn't a big fan when he came here, but I don't think LeBron can be the best player on the championship team anymore, man. I mm. tell everybody that. He can't be the best player on the championship team, um, because guys don't fear him, man. You can look at you, you, you can literally they res, they respect him because he's LeBron, but they don't fear him anymore. Like Kobe put that fear in your heart, even even at the age of thirty six. Jordan put that fear in your heart. Bron, these guys don't fear LeBron, man. I mean, you watch. You, I mean, go back and look at the Phoenix game, man. They had a rookie, DeAndre Ayton, guarding him, man. He started the game defending him. Right, right there, it tells you the respect they had. Then they just like we're not afraid of him because once LeBron's athletic ability is diminishing, as it is, we see it. That, that's what his game is predicated off of, man. He's not there to shoot the ball. He doesn't. He doesn't want to go to free throw line. He's shooting under sixty percent. Under us. Uh, under what is he doing? Sixty six first career. So he's shooting under sixty this year. It's just. Um, it starts and ends with him, though, man. Like I said, the missed rotations, the pointing the finger, and I mean, it was just turmoil all season long. But at the end of the day, he has set the tone. Then the whole sitting on the side of, on the end of the bench and all that stuff, man. Kobe would never do that. Kobe would never do that. And I heard Stephen A. talk about today about, oh, why was LeBron still in the game? But, man, this is Madison Square Garden. It's the Mecca. Guys still want to compete. Kobe could be down. Kobe can be down 20, 30 points. He wants to be in the game competing, especially at Madison Square Garden. Especially he, didn't even play, he, didn't even, he didn't even play against Detroit. Like, there's no excuse for that one. Right, Chris? I, I mean, I agree, man. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you what, what, what some guys have said. Oh, LeBron, why was he in, on why was he on the floor? I was like, well, we're trying to win a game at some one. Number two, we're at Madison Square Garden. This is the basketball Mecca, as they like right. to say. So. LeBron, LeBron wants to go out there and put on the show. We're trying to win a game. So, but my Lakers didn't play well all the year this year, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of moving targets. But at the end of the day, it starts and ends with LeBron. But I don't think he's the guy everybody thinks he is, man. Honestly, I really don't believe that. Do you, think, him. do you think last year's team was is better than this year's team? Because they have the same record. No, 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 no. That would that would be ignorant for me to say that because we have we have one of the best players in the world in LeBron. But do I do I do think do I think they had more fun playing together last year than do this year? Without yeah. a doubt. They're not having fun playing ball right now, man. Honestly, and like I said, and, and everybody, everybody underestimated Lonzo's value, man. Everybody just looked at his jump shot. That's not why we brought him here from UCLA, man. He was here to put the ball in his hands, create for others, which he does well. And that's why guys enjoy playing with him. His jump shot will come, whether it comes or not, man. That's not why we brought him. Should he knock yeah. down shots? Of course. Should he make shots from the free throw line? Make shoot better from the free throw line? Of course. But he was there. He was he was drafted to put the ball in his hand. And you can't do that because LeBron compromises because LeBron needs the ball. So it's a lot of moving, a lot of moving targets, man. But the average fan don't understand that. Yeah, so. I, I, Lonzo's whole job is to lock down the other top eight point guards in the Western Conference. If you look at the Western Conference, every top team has a has a high scoring point guard. You can go with Harden and CP3, uh, Curry, West, Westbrook, who's not really shooting a lot, but you know what I'm saying. You know, the, uh, every team has Drew Holiday. Every every other team up there has a has a 
as a top point guard, maybe except Utah is the exception, but Rubio is still pretty solid. Oh, he's solid. But that's what I'm trying to say with uh, that was whole Lonzo's job. And if we see how the pace of play, if you see how Sacramento plays and how they use right. De'Aaron Fox, right. I think that style would be perfect for the Lakers. If they just push it, they have the they have they're so fast. They, they, they're a fun way to play. We just need to find a coach. I know Luke Walton's going to fall on the sword, which sucks, okay. but they need to find a new style, a sure. more fast paced style just to, to improve the pace of playing. You know, Lonzo's getting hurt. It is what it is. He's probably not going to play the rest of the year. And uh, we just got to figure out him to stay healthy. Maybe he needs a pair of Nikes under on his feet because uh, he keeps rolling the ankle. He keeps getting hurt. He needs to uh, switch to big baller brand. He needs to become a lifestyle brand, a T-shirt and sweatpants <laughs> right. and, not a, and not a shoe brand. Right. And, uh, I'm just calling it like I see it. Right. But, but I agree with you, man. But I think LeBron is still a top five player in this league. Oh, without a question. Without question. But you can't, you know, he can't be the best player on the championship team anymore. That's just my honest opinion. And the roster construction, I think the number one fault is, is Rob Palenka. Nobody, everyone talks about magic in this construction. Rob Palenka mm -hmm. got this job, and he had to repair relationships with GMs while on the job. That's not yeah. really ideal, Chris. No, you know, he's not really a liked guy amongst GMs. He's not. And, and, right. and a lot of GMs feel like they can hose him. Look at the Ivaka Zubox deal. A lot of GMs feel like they can take advantage of the Lakers, and the signings have been uh, – have been poor. You gave Kentavious Caldwell Pope thirty million dollars over two years, and you know, a no trade clause. And a no trade clause. That's uh, I mean, shout out to Rich Paul. I don't yeah. want to talk bad about Rich Paul, but he, you know, this really saved this. They saved face. They saved Rich Paul's ass in this deal because people don't remember Kentavious Caldwell Pope had eighty million dollars on the table from Detroit, and he said no. He said right. no, Chris. Right. Nolan's Noel had $80 million on the table from Philly. They said no. So, I mean, I don't really see the, you know, Rich Paul doing his thing. Draymond is, is the next guy. I think he's going to cash in with Draymond wherever they go. But nevertheless, let's go back to the Lakers. Yeah. I think Palika's is in trouble. I think they should they should move off of Palinka, get a grinder in there. There's no grinders, Chris. There's no guy. It's a, it's a very Hollywood front office. Magic is used to the smiling and getting it done. LeBron, smiling and getting it done. Strength and conditioning. This dude, Gunner, he's training Kim Kardashian and Khloe Kardashian in his gym in his off time. I want a guy who's dedicated to the Lakers. Right. I, 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 is that too much to ask? I don't know if Jeannie Buss is inept or if she's cheap. I don't really know, Chris. I don't know because, remember, this is not, she's not a basketball mind. Right. right? There's no other owners in this in this Laker ownership group that are, that are basketball heads. Right? right. There's no analytics people. Their analytics department is non-existent. They don't even have a shooting coach on staff, Chris. This is um, – this is, this <laughs> I didn't is know that. They didn't know. You can Google it. There is no such thing as a shooting coach on the Lakers training staff right now. They got Mark Madsen and they, you know, Brian Shaw doing the damn thing. But like, they don't have like a lethal shooter or an Olin Simplis, one of these guys to come in and work on people's jumpers. Contavious Caldwell Poe had to hire somebody outside of the organization to help him with his jumper. That just that just that just tells you right there. You can look it up at Lethal Shooter. He's a great he's a great follow on Instagram. He helped KCP get his shot in order. But uh, you know, I don't really know. Like, you know, Jeannie, I don't want to talk shit about Jeannie. But I'm going to a little bit. She inherited the team, right? Right, and she kind of she pulled it up. We all thought it was uh, Jerry Bus, or is it Jack? But with the kids, the, the, yeah. you know, yeah. Jim, Jim, right? Yeah. Jim Bus. They took the power away from him, and you know, I don't know if you saw those emails. Mm -hmm. Is somebody mm -hmm. calling? Who's calling me right now? I don't see it on my end. It seems like I don't know what that is all about. I'm hearing some noises, but yeah. nevertheless. I don't, I don't All right. Well, anyway, I'm not going to pay attention to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because Chris, yeah. I don't know if you saw the emails. Did you see uh, the emails with uh, James Dolan, the Madison Square Garden group, and with Jeannie Buss, how uh, they were trying to block this uh, this the stadium going on in Inglewood from Steve Ballmer? I did not hear about that. 
So basically, they uh, inquired with the Lakers. They say, hey, you should uh, think about moving back to Inglewood in 2025. We'll completely revamp the form. We'll bring it all back. It'll have a retro feel, but they'll completely redo the inside or they'll knock or they'll expand it or something. Because I don't know if you've been to the form recently. It's just made for concerts. Right. And, and boxing and fights like it's really cozy a tight right. venue everything's old as fuck it's kind of cool it's to me it's kind of cool it was built in the 60s it's still there's no like elevator so if you you know what i mean it's it's all ramps it's it's right. uh it's a it's pretty trippy the form club is still there everything looks like it's still from the 80s so right. i kind of like that nostalgic feel but back to what my point right here when i was trying to make chris <laughs> uh, they they're like hey you should come back in 2025 because that's when the lease ends with with Staples Center and the Lakers. Right. And right. this whole thing is to block uh, Steve Ballmer from building his own stadium. Jeannie in the email says he calls him Balls. That's her nickname for Steve Ballmer. Calls him Balls. Like, what yeah. is Balls thinking he can do for to real? me? Did, did they, look it up. It's oh, all over ESPN. Yeah. They said, what, what, she's like, what, what is Balls think he can do? Did, did, did he see what I did to my little brother? Blah, blah, blah. This, like, total power trip, Jeannie Bus. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know all this. All I know is Genie Buzz has a women's wrestling promotion as well, so shout out to that. But uh, you know, I think that's a little bit of collusion, Chris. I'm not a big fan of all this. Uh, that's some tampering, right? If the Knicks owner and the Lakers owner are trying to prevent Steve Ballmer from building his Clippers arena right next to the new Rams stadium because it kill it, it hurts Staples Center. I don't know if it really hurts Staples Center because the Clippers are the third tenant, but no. it hurts the form. It hurts the form more than it hurts Staples Center because then you get a nice brand new big venue. Concerts are not going to go to the form as much, right? right tighter little venue so i don't know man it's uh it's interesting to see what's going on with the lakers magic johnson was com coming here to save the day i don't really blame magic a lot because uh he was just there to smile and bring in big free agents right so he right. got lebron so he can kind of ride that to the to the he could ride that all the way to the bus or right. wherever i don't know what i'm trying to say but uh yeah palinka gotta go luke is gonna find another job i think very instantly because uh this roster's not built for him anymore he was there to get the young guys playing and right. people forget chris that the defense was really good last year when he got everybody to buy in when you got right. everybody buying in and everyone is healthy, right? it was a sight to see. Luke Walton is going to take his ass right back to the Golden State bench next year, and uh, we will we see we will see what happens. Uh, Chris, anything else on the Lakers and or the Knicks? Right. Well, as far as the Lakers, I think Luke, Luke was set up for failure from the beginning, man. Once you sign the best player in the world, it comes with expectations. But, you know, they, they win. It's because, of, it's because of LeBron. They lose because of the coach. Typically how it goes. I don't write the rules. This is how it goes. But as far as – Free agents and magic. Also, I don't believe I don't believe we will get a mega superstar to come play here this summer. That's mm. my opinion because I don't believe anybody wants any any major superstar wants to play with LeBron. Man, did you see Honestly. LeBron in the post game though? He kind of guaranteed that somebody's coming next year. Yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, I, I'll tell you this, but then everybody's oh man, everybody who blames Luke doesn't realize once the Lakers do replace Luke and let's say they do get a better coach or somebody LeBron trusts, they're going to expect more from him. So when LeBron is missing rotations. They're gonna. They can't go to Cools and a brand Alonzo. But hey, why are you? Well, why why are you at a position? Why are you missing rotation? LeBron's doing the same thing. LeBron will be held accountable. Is he ready to take on that? As still the best or the leader of our franchise? People? You gotta get a. You gotta get a coach that holds him accountable. And there's only there's very few coaches that are out there. I'm making a bold prediction right here, Chris. What's that? A big time college coach is gonna coach the Lakers next year. I doubt it. It's doubt gonna it. be either That's Coach K. If it's coach not K. Him. Mm -hmm. It's going to be John Calipari. No. Look out for John Calipari. Not the coach Braun, though. Or Bill Self from Kansas. No. That's, I'm telling you right here. This is. I'm, I have a feeling. Okay. And they're going to offer Popovich four years, $60 million. He's not going to leave San Antonio, right? Because no. remember, there's no salary cap for coaches. Right. So they're going to overpay. But look, 
LeBron promises a star and a, and a star coach, right? It's probably going to be uh, Kemba Walker and Mark Jackson or Kemba no. Walker and Jason Kidd to be the coach, right? Yeah. I really feel Alonzo and Ingram are out of there. I think there's two. I think they're going to get traded. And I, I love Brandon Ingram. I, uh, Rashad Phillips, who I follow very closely, he's a draft guru. Mm-hmm. He says that Brandon Ingram is a year three kind of guy, like D'Angelo Russell. Wait, wait till the third year right. when he when he's in the NBA, and that's when he's going to pop. He gets acclimated. He'll do his thing. And if we, I, I feel the same. Brandon Ingram's only 21 fucking years old, and yeah. we're going to get another Laker who's going to go to another team and flourish. That's what I see. Don't sleep on Damian Lillard coming to the Lakers. That's been talked it. about. That's been talked about. If the Blazers flame out because McCollum got hurt, Blazers flame out. Ingram and Lonzo for Damian Lillard coming to LA. I don't be surprised because Lillard is one of the few guys that is out there and willing to play with LeBron James. And Portland's got salary cap things, and you know with they got to choose either McCollum or Lillard pretty soon. It Ooh. seems like so. That's just some bold predictions, Chris. Okay, bold. Wait, wait. Did, did Damon actually? Did Dame actually say that that he wouldn't mind playing with LeBron? Did he actually say that? He seems I'm, like it. He was on oh, Team LeBron. See, nah. See, I, 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 I heard from my team. guy. I heard from my guy that that they they possibly they asked for a trade and Portland said no. Way yeah. back, way back when. Remember the whole thing with I don't know where we're going with and Paul Allen just passed away. Kind of remember that whole in the beginning oh, of the year. Right. Right, That's right, from right. back there. Does it? This stems from back there. Even Bill Simmons has said that Alonzo Ingram package for Damian Lillard has been talked about. And there was even talk about John Wall. Nobody's going to touch John Wall right now. Hopefully, no. Palinka. I feel like Palinka will make a panic move, though, Chris. This oh. has all the makings right. for a panic move to save his job, right? We all know there's GMs out there who are like, shit, I'm on the way out anyway. I got to go for the Hail Mary. Stan Van Gundy with Blake Griffin is a mm. perfect example, right? They go for the Hail Mary, even though that's kind of working out in Detroit now. Blake Griffin is playing out of his mind. Nobody's talking about it because he's in Detroit. But uh, that's all I got to say about that, Chris. Anything else before we move on? Well, we, we, we there will be a panic move. I, I I do agree with that, but you got to keep in mind nobody wants to help the Lakers, so we can talk all we want. Like look at New Orleans, nobody nobody wants to help Lakers. Oh, he's not going to no. Anthony Davis isn't going. Watch a panic move for like Demar Derozan or something. Like that would be like that's the ultimate Spurs. Like now let's get Palinka, let's get Ingram and Lonza for Demar Derozan. Nah, but we I mean if we traded that, I would I would not because I would trade all my Laker gear if we give away those two guys for Demar. There's no way. There's no our upside is too great for Brandon and Alonzo, man. Those guys are gonna be around for years to come. Demar's already thirty; he'd be thirty old. He's already thirty-one because him and I are the same age. But and I love Kuzma. I love Kuzma. People forget how far Kuzma is in his development. Yeah, he's only second year, and you got to keep in mind his game was compromised too. Playing with LeBron, when you're a perimeter player, your game is compromised playing with LeBron. That's why he wants Davis because Davis doesn't demand the ball, which why I believe Davis is a better fit with our young guys than LeBron is. But hey, what do I know? Because everybody keeps not. Oh, why would you trade LeBron? I would trade it for Anthony Davis straight up today. Ooh. Today. I wonder what LeBron gets on the market right now. Like, I feel like the Knicks would give up. If, oh, of course. I, I, Nick, I, I would trade LeBron for the number two pick. They would give up the house. Some teams would give up the house for him. You got to keep in mind, it's not just about wins and losses. Like, he would sell tickets. He would bring He would bring the uh, fans into the turnstiles, man. Can you imagine if he trades him to, like, Milwaukee? Like, the, like this is a horrible market. Or Detroit. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to trade him away for a box of cookies, man. But I'm talking about for us as a Laker. Everybody, when we were going for Davis, everybody said everybody's tradable except for LeBron. I asked why. You can give me somebody who's 25, averaging 29, 13, and 5, who doesn't demand the basketball, who does everything else on the defensive end, rim protector. Come on, man. Are you won't compromise our young guys. Our guys are still flourish. Playing with LeBron, that just comes with them. Your game is going to be compromised to a certain extent because LeBron needs the ball to be effective on offensive end, period, point blank. Davis doesn't need it. I agree. You know, but that's, but that's just me. Hey, what do I know? I almost got cursed out talking about that, but what do I know? 
anyways, man, that's it on my Lakers, man. We're, we're, we're going this way, but at the end of the day, I don't believe we'll get a superstar that can play with this thing. Superstar. Kimbo, who I like, but he's not a superstar. Jimmy, who I like. Jimmy Butler, but he's not a superstar. I'm talking about the Durants, the Kyries, the Kawhis. None of those guys would be here. Yeah, summer. top seven players. Nah, they won't be here. Cause they, cause, cause they know they, they know what it, they know what it's, they know what will come with playing with LeBron. Period. You're playing blank. Speaking so. of top seven players, Chris, we had yeah. Oklahoma City and Golden State going down on Saturday, and you know what? Oh, Kevin yeah. Durant didn't even have to play, oh. and the Splash Brothers reminded Oklahoma City who the top dogs are. The funniest part of that whole thing was Russell Westbrook, uh, quote unquote, fouled, not getting fouled, and then just uh, chest bumping Clay Thompson Clay on Thompson. the side. Like yeah. the one guy, like Clay Thompson seems like the nicest guy. He just did that to him. <laughs> I wanted to imagine he did that to Boogie. That would have just been pure comedy. I would have paid good money to see that. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is suspended for one game. It is what it is, man. And uh, I don't know what else to say. Oklahoma City is going to do the damn thing. I think they're great. They are a, a sneaky upset alert team because Paul George is dealing with a minor rotator cuff tear. So we don't know how that's going to play out in the playoffs. And Russ can just go ice cold. Uh, in the middle of a playoff series, as we've seen the last two the last two years, one and done for Oklahoma City, right? So, oh, you think, huh? You think one and done for OKC? It all depends on how, how Paul George is feeling. He's he's hurt. He's hurt. And playoff P ah, hasn't really been playoff P, man. It's <laughs> it all depends on the matchup. If they're if it's a three six, if they get Utah again in a rematch, or yeah. if they get Houston. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on the rematch because from three to from three to eight, it's very, very close. So yeah. you know, one bat one stretch, one bat stretch here, one bat stretch there, completely change everything. Two, and two, two game difference from three to eight. Two game difference. And if 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 New Oklahoma City still had Roberson, I would still you know that would really help a lot. But I really don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on anybody other than Golden State. I think Denver can be shut down in a series. If you just oh, take Jokic out of there, yeah. they can be shut down in a series. If Paul George isn't clicking, you can take them out of a series. If you gas, Houston, if you oh. gas out hard, and you can take them out in a series, even though Houston is tailor made, they're probably built to go to the Western Conference Finals again. But back to the two main teams. Yes, Oklahoma City looks great. I'm sorry, they do, but Golden State looks even better, even without Durant, the best player, arguably on that team. I still think Steph's better. Deal with it, people. Wait, and, wait, he's, uh, wait, he's better, or, or or most important, there's a difference. I, I, Steph, not, Steph is the straw that stirs the drink. Okay, that's okay, but he's not. He's 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 not. Durant he's not, is not Steph is more important to that system as well. I but, agree, but he's not better than Kevin Durant. No, I okay. I, I don't. I, but Steph is better for that system, for I that agree. team, for that. Si he's the straw that stirs I the drink. I agree. Kevin Durant is the ice, the the the, the lime juice, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. And if Steph's cooking, that team's unstoppable. Right, yeah. there's oh, only so much that Kevin Durant can do with his hero ball and bail you out, kind of thing. But the one thing I want to ask you, Chris, yes, are the Warriors better with Demarcus Cousins? Because I'm not really sure if they are better with Demarcus Cousins. Well, I don't. Well, better, like better how, like, 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 like more, like more elite to where no. Are they, yeah, are they better? Yeah. Are they better? Are they a better team with Demarcus Cousins? Not on the defensive end, of course not. But no. offensively, it, 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 the, the, the versatility of them now throwing the ball inside, they haven't had a guy like this, man, since Steph has been a part of this organization in 2012. So, yeah, they're, they're, the versatility, man, is unmatched. Because no, it's not just that. You could throw it inside, but he's able to step away from the basket and knock down shots. Plays with the back-to-basket. He can make free throws. Um, but obviously, defensively, he's a liability. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, have you noticed Kerr has been feeding the ball to Boogie a lot lately, getting him a lot of post-up plays and stuff? But right. I agree with you on the defensive end. You can have one defensive liability in Steph, and you can cover that up. But if you get into that pick and roll, and that's what Houston was oh. doing, and that's what all oh, Phoenix yeah. was doing this as well. And that when Phoenix beat him, is if you oh. get Boogie caught up in the pick and roll, it's it's a bad thing. I think Bogut's going to play tonight. 
because Boogie's having a little foot issue, but it uh, it is what it is, man. Boogie uh, broke it, maybe just there to get six fouls. I need to plug my, my laptop up. Sorry, give me. Yeah, this. I was wondering what you were doing with the cord, man. I, I was trying to figure out what was going on there. I'll keep on talking. All right. But, okay. Yeah, we'll right. see Golden State. We'll yeah. see what Golden State was going to do. Uh, they didn't get anybody in the buyout market, so uh, they're pretty much set with their team. They got Bogut to get the six fouls and to – he's a That's great a passer football. as well That's to spread the floor, but he's not an offensive option whatsoever. And I, we haven't seen Andrew Bogut in a couple years. I know he's the MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year, and he's the Michael Jordan of Australia, but I don't know how that translates into the NBA playoffs. Oh, and, and that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done talking OKC Golden State. Yeah, but you, you see, people see people underestimate this pickup by Bo. This is a huge pickup for for the for the Warriors. A huge pickup. Number one, he's played with them, so he knows what the system is. Number right. two, he's a big man that's going to defend the basket for them. He's done it for them before. They know what he brings to the table. Number three, he's a great passer in that system. They could throw it to him, and he's there with a Steph and and Claire able to um, pick off each other, able to back door. They play with each other, so he understands that. Number four, he's smart. So he knows he knows how to utilize yeah. the cows, man. So this is a he's huge. He's got good. He's got great legal screens and great illegal screens. <laughs> well, sure. At least at least he's not Zaza Pachulia, man. Trust me. No, he's not stepping into people, which is uh, no, which no, is no. a good thing. No, no, no. I'd be then, very careful, Kawhi, because if you oh, get that yeah. Toronto Detroit matchup, you got to be very careful, Kawhi. <laughs> right, right. No, but uh, it's, it's it's a huge pickup for that man because they they did they haven't had a rim protector, man. Remember, McGee, they have McGee, but he's on the Lakers now, so. They don't have anybody that can protect the rim, so this is a huge pickup for them. Honestly, like they're, I believe they're, they were pumping their fists after they Bogut decided to sign with them. This is a huge pickup. At the end of the day, man, as good as you are defensively on the perimeter, doesn't matter what team you are. OKC, Boston, the Warriors, uh, the list goes on and on. If you don't have a rim protector, then your 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 mentality changes as a defender. If you're, if you're a defender, you play ball. You can be you can be the best defender on the ball. Kawhi, Marcus Smart, it doesn't matter. But these guys are so good at this level to where eventually you're going to be broken down. When you're broken down, you want to know that you got a big man behind you that can protect the basket. They didn't have that. They know DeMarcus Cousins. They're coming right after him to go to your point. And when playoff time comes, whoever, regardless of who they play, obviously this is a guard-oriented Western Conference, DeMarcus is going to be involved in every single pick and roll. Every single pick especially and roll. Especially in a seven-game series, especially where there's only one day in between games. That's it's It comes down to all those little plays and – it's gonna be that cardio is gonna be tested for Boogie. The legs are gonna be tested for Boogie. So oh. I'm just hopefully he doesn't have a blow up. Like, oh, I need to be in the game in the final two minutes, kind of thing, because Iguodala's still out there. Right. You know, he's gonna turn on the playoffs. Sean Livingston is kind of hit and miss right now, but you know he'll be there for the playoffs. And you right. know they gotta run that death line up to de- to death. No pun intended. Chris, yes sir. I got one more thing to touch on Oklahoma City. We gotta uh, talk about yeah. Russell Westbrook. Go ahead. What you got? And the Russell Westbrook versus the Utah fan. Now ah, <laughs> Utah. Utah, Utah right. fans have been known. I've They've been, been you've been, been have, you've been to the Viviant Home Solutions Arena. No, no, no. I've been to Utah, not the not where they play ball. Were you the only black person in Utah? I was the only black person at the bar I went to. Yes. Wow. A friend of mine I went to college with one of my good friends. I went to college with. She was from Utah. I was leaving Cleveland, and I was I had a stop in Utah later. Oh, talk about a difference. I know. <laughs> So Cleveland and Utah, I spent the night there and then flying back to L.A., man. So anyways, I've been there. So everybody in Utah is not bad. But go ahead. Well, shout out to Salt Lake City. You probably took Delta You probably took a Delta flight because Delta has those stops in Salt Lake City. I know that. I try to book my flights across the country. But that, that's that's it, man. They go Salt Lake City or Atlanta. So I, I, that's, that's their, those are their hubs right now. Right. Back to the Utah thing. The yeah. fans are known for being a little rowdy, a little reckless. Uh, Kobe and Shaq heard a bunch of crazy shit. 
yeah. at the at the Utah Jazz. I remember when Derek Fisher was at the free throw line and his daughter had eye cancer. There oh, was a fan man. doing this thing in yeah. the crowd. That's not okay. That's, that's there's not a okay. lot of stuff that's not okay. The the um the boy calling Russell Westbrook boy at oh, the. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my white friend, and I was like, "Yo, that he's like, well, what's the big deal?" I'm like, "You do realize the word boy has a lot of undertones." <laughs> I know you're like a white European dude who grew up in Orange County, but uh, even I know that the word boy is you don't call that, you yeah. know, I, you don't call uh, African Americans boy. And then this guy with his camo Utah jazz hat, Chris, he already lost the argument. He lost the argument when he came from the camo, right? Right. He yelled, uh, get down on your knees, N-word, like, oh, get down on your knees like you're used to, dropped a couple N-bombs. And yeah. you know what? Russell Westbrook had to check him real quick. And I'm all good with this. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm, I'm on Westbrook's side on this. If you got to check somebody, you're allowed to check him. The NBA is mm -hmm. the only sport that allows you to be on top of the action like right. that. Baseball, there's nets and dugouts. Right. Hockey, there's uh, glass. Right. right. Football, there's some space. Basketball, they sell those seats on top of the on top right. of the court, and right. you can hear everything. I'm sure, Chris, you ask players, they hear everything. I, I hear the games. I hear it. And I hear. I I I remember one time I, I went to a Clippers Knicks game last year, mm -hmm. and I was sitting next to a guy who was heckling Austin Rivers, and Austin Rivers heard every single word of that shit. It was comedy doc can hear it if i was yelling something in serbian a boban he heard it like it's really like yeah. you think with twenty thousand people they won't hear it oh no oh they no they, they oh, yeah. and so this guy got I, I don't know if he saw his post game interview he got interviewed by somebody and this man completely changed his tone he's like i didn't say nothing me and my wife were being on our best behavior and right. you can already tell that it was he was full of shit this yeah. guy was full of shit you know something was said because People were tweeting in his area, in his uh, in his section. They said this guy was getting a little crazy. This guy was saying yeah. some bad things. Yeah. Long story short, this guy's got this guy got banned from the arena. This guy yeah. can't even go see Disney on ice him, anymore. Him, right? Both of them got banned. Both of them. He can't even go see Disney on ice. He can't right. see uh, a concert. That they basically took away the one thing you can do in Utah, yeah, in Utah. is to go <laughs> go into that damn arena, watch the Jazz, and whatever's whatever's going on at the Smart Home Solutions Arena. So right. it is what it is. And the internet came after him. This guy was a highway patrolman, Chris. I'm just you gonna really? say he was. He was a Utah highway patrolman. Oh, he I didn't quit, know that. He quit that job to sell Toyotas. Oh, and uh, he got bombarded because all his information was on LinkedIn, blah, 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 oh, blah. He kept it. calling. And apparently he said he was a stewardess or he was a flight attendant for uh, WestJet. So, that this, you know, this made NBA Twitter. WestJet had to come out and say, this man has never been interviewed and or hired by us. Do not associate <laughs> us with this man right here. Not at all. <laughs> no, they completely disassociated uh, him. So it is what it is. I, his name is like Brett Kiesel. I don't even remember. Something Kiesel. So he, he's done. He's up out of there. And the fan who yelled boy at Russell Westbrook, he got up out of there too. They found him and banned him as well. Right. So all these crazy fans, if you remember, uh, there was a courtside fan, the guy looking like out of, he was fresh out of Red Dead Redemption, uh, facing Patrick Beverly in Dallas. That guy oh. got his season ticket revoked as well. So uh, they're trying to clean up the sport a little bit. But Utah, you've been known for that stuff. And Russell Westbrook hates Utah. I mean, he got into it last year with the fans, with the pointing it, putting the camera right up in his face. Yeah. So uh, it is what it is. But I remember going to Clippers games, and Chris Paul and Blake got some shit too from people. Like I think stars get it more, get it from any, from everybody. Of course. Of course. If you want to follow a role, a role model in trash talking, Clipper Daryl. He keeps it fun. <laughs> yeah, he keeps yeah, he it does. funny. 
And the players actually like laugh at it. Like, you yeah. know, don't get personal. Don't bring up their kids yeah, or their family or why like yo, take take it, take it easy, right? There's a right. there's a there's a line to be drawn. And you know, I'll participate sometimes, but now that I'm a part of the media, right. I gotta keep I gotta keep it professional as much as I can, right? So yeah, all in all, I want to hear your I want to hear your thoughts because you've been to Utah. And uh, yeah, I I want to hear your thoughts on this whole Westbrook versus Camo Maga guy. Yeah, <laughs> my my first thought is like everyone in Utah is not bad. I guess I everybody right. in Utah, but everybody I clearly is not bad, man. We'll be ignorant to say that. That's that's not true. So right. this one fan obviously has been removed. He's been bad. Him and his wife. As far as superstars being heckled in Utah, yes, I have heard stories. But like you said, certain stuff gets personal, man. Certain stuff you just. Yeah, I mean, you can't say, like I said, I was listening to uh, Stephen Jackson, you know, former former Stephen Jackson, the Pacers, the Malice in the Palace, with the brawl, Stephen Jackson with the Ron Artest, that Stephen Jackson. He was um, uh, he was talking after the, he was talking about it. He was just like, man, you can talk about my game. You can talk about my my haircut or whatever. But when he gets personal, talking about people's kids and families, man, that's just that's just no, no, man. Just, it makes me think about, man, how are, how are people raised? Were you able to just say certain things, man? It just. It has me shaking my head, but honestly, I defend Rust. I don't. I don't agree with him talking about beating up the guy's wife. I don't think that's okay. You think he crossed the line on that one? That one I do. As much as she was right, like he would have been better off saying, "Hey, man, I'm gonna get my wife to put put your hand, put my hand." Put oh, there okay, you go, wife. yeah, yeah. But you can't say as a man. Like obviously, he 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 talked about it after the game, how he said he's never done it, and I believe Rust. But as far as um the fans and the interaction with the players, man, and you're right. These these fans, they they pay these money and they think that they're. Just have a license to say what they want, man, and it's just not. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate, man, because you know it's that just is a culture awesome. thing too, Chris. I think I, mm. it, you, you, we we've been out to places where people get a little yappy, right. and they think nobody nobody's gonna smack them across the face. I just think right. like it's not like it's just that culture is now bleeding over into sports, and th- and basketball is the only sport where you can do it. But sorry, continue. Right, right. No, you're absolutely right. But um, like I said, these fans they pay these money, you know, rent five thousand dollars for a seat to sit on the ground or whatever the case. But he wasn't on the floor, but he, I believe, he was behind the backboard. Kind yeah, he's of, about four rows up. Four rows up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Right. So close enough. So he paid good money for those six. So they think they just have they that, that gives them the okay to go ahead and just say what they want, man. Obviously, Russ is not one of those dudes, man. It's funny because one of my guys I work with now went to school with Russ Book, and he said he was the same way now. And Luzinger over there in uh, in Hawthorne. So he said Westbrook was the same way he is now as how he was at 16, 17, which wow. I believe. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. UCLA's finest, Russell Westbrook. And I think yeah. he went to – did he go to Long Beach High? No, he went to Luzinger. Okay. And, yeah, Luzinger and Hawthorne. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One of my guys I um, I, uh, I work with went to school with him. So, but yeah, it's just uh, the fans should be banned. But my question is when they say banned for life, how do they know – the guy, I mean, this is, you know, I mean, it's me thinking outside the box. I'm the type of person I think outside the box. How do you really know? Like, are they going to have like that top level security? Because I know there was uh-huh. somebody I knew who went, who was banned from Dodger Stadium. He tried to get in, and the second he took his seat, they, they got him up out of there. Did they? Yeah, yeah. So I think they got cameras or, you know, they, 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 yeah. they, 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 they scan. I don't know this. I don't know the technology. Who knows? Right. People, people may forget right. about it in a year. The guy yeah. should come out and do a public apology and maybe he'll get his seat back mm-hmm. or like he donates some money to somewhere. I don't know. Right. But. Right. Yeah, that's a pretty good point, man. I, I I feel like a staple. If you're banned from Staples Center, that's a good ban because they will they will make sure you're not in there. Yeah, right. But Utah is just you know, like I said, the guy like I said, yeah, he may not buy a ticket online, but who's to say he can't just walk up to the arena and say, hey, I want a ticket. It doesn't have your name on it. When you buy a ticket online, you attach your name because they email it to you for the most part. When you buy a ticket from the actual arena and you walk up to the stand, and you're like, I want to buy two tickets in these seats. You don't need your name, so how they know who? So that's just my. I mean, the guys have to buy. Yeah, or even if you go on SeatGeek, if you go on SeatGeek, it, it puts the right. it, it puts the name of the guy who sold them. 
Oh yeah. You don't even put your name. It says like, oh, whoever owns the seat. So exactly, exactly. So you know, that's just me thinking outside the box. But I just hope Utah. Uh, um, you know that dude is plastered all over locker rooms, right? Like if he dares to sit near the court, yeah, they're gonna point him out. <laughs> yeah, that's as they should though. My as thing, they should, as they should. But my thing about the whole Utah security, man, I thought they, they didn't do a good enough job, man. Because obviously no. security standing right, sitting right there from what uh, Russ Brooks' uh, teammate Patrick Patterson was saying, who was sitting down right next to him, as you can see in the camera. Patterson was sitting next to him. And he was yeah, there too. And the, the OKC personal security was in the back row. He took yeah. a second to stand up and kind of realize what was going on. Yeah. That's no problem at Staples Center. You see the Redcoats. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. Staples Center is a whole other animal, though. Do the Clippers yeah, have Redcoats too? What's that? Do the Clippers have the Redcoats as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got the Redcoats, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, the security didn't do the job, man. If I was, if, if, if I'm the owner, I, I don't know if you saw the owner come out and talk after yeah, this. Yeah, he talked yeah. about a sweet old white lady. Yeah, yeah, which was nice. I, I think it was the right thing for her doing. I think yeah. she meant it. I think she meant it, which is a good thing. So, because like I say, if 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 she doesn't take that stand, and and there's certain players that 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 play for her, like you would never want to get a, a a free agent. Yeah, most free agents aren't gonna go to Utah anyway, but nobody's gonna want to come play for you if you can't have your players back when it comes to things like this. Security right. doesn't do the job. Okay, fine, but as an owner, she did the right thing coming out and 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 just and talking about um, and addressing the issue. So I think she did a good job. Like I said, if, if I was an NBA player, Utah would not be a destination if the, if the owner never came out. She was, stood behind the curtain and was like, well, you know, we banned them. What else can we do? You know, because it, it'd be an uncomfortable feeling for me and my family. You know what I mean? So, oh, one, oh, 100%. Yeah. So it's just, it, it was a good thing, man. But the Utah security, man, they, they got to do a better job. Perry point blank. I, I don't blame Russ. I just think, I think he crossed the line trying to talk about beating up the guy's wife. But at the end of the day, these fans can't just say what they want to say, man. I, I, I don't agree with that. Is, that, how much money you spend? Is Russell Westbrook the modern day Charles Barkley, where he's like, I would just go punch that guy in the face? Like, Barkley said in the nineties, like if somebody said something racist, he would just go up there and try to swing on him. It's amazing what a ten year, fifteen year difference makes because that that that's going to lead to like a mouse in the palace. I feel like if that's set to the wrong, no, 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 not anymore. Too much money, too much money on the line. Yeah, no, 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 no. And, and and not from a superstar. You may if, if Russ had way, it's funny because I was watching um. First take with Stephen A. and Max is that if Russ had went up in the stands, it would have been all bad, man, because because they would have had to make an example of him. Adam Silver would have had to make an example of him. No question about it, man. But you can't go in the stands. At the end of the day, you cannot go in the stands. But that's security's job to get that fan escorted out of the arena. Right. They didn't do that. But I hope we don't have that, man, because I, I, I don't condone the fighting going up in the stands. As much competitive I am, as, as I am, man, you know, I, I just can't jeopardize my my first of all my life like that someone number two you know right there's kids fine. there's women and children in the audience yeah, and, yeah. you know i condone i condone fighting between players i'm probably one of the few oh yeah i, 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 I condone like marquis quiz and search Ibaka. i'm yeah. down for it well marquis yeah. quiz got all caught up right here and he was looking for his mama like he was looking for security <laughs> so quick right. i'm down for that i'm here for it i'm okay with that yeah as long as as long as it's all done on the court or on the field man that's i mean that's i'm okay with that I like I like trash talking. I don't want these guys to be friends. That's the whole the whole um thing yeah. I saw from um Giannis, the Greek freak, and Ben Simmons. What you think about that? I love oh, we'll, get, we'll get to that because I love trash talk, man. When Trey Young got double teed up for 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 staring down Chris Dunn, I was like, oh, yeah. what is this? What are we? Uh, is this a high school game? What what is going on here? Yeah, that's a rookie that did that. Trey Young is coming. He will be. He will be oh. an all star. He's coming. He's People amazing. don't understand. How, yeah, man. Honestly, 
I didn't real I didn't realize how crafty he was with the ball, man. Watching him at, in college is a whole other ball game. But He's more Steve he Nash than Steph Curry. He leads the league in corner assists, which I didn't realize. And his rank, wow. I mean, he shoots it the farthest out of anybody since the All-Star break. This guy's shooting mm-hmm. it from 30 feet plus. It's just um, it's called magnetism, right? It's like the mm-hmm. gravity of pulling the player. So if I'm a free agent or a top pick, I imagine Zion in Atlanta. That would be outrageous with him and Collins to spread the floor. Atlanta's going to be a nice spot coming up pretty soon. But let's go talk to Giannis yeah. and Ben because oh, that yeah. was that was Mamba mentality versus yeah. Braun mentality right there. I loved yeah. it. I need I more of this in my life. This is going to be a playoff series. This is going to be a playoff series down the road, ladies and gentlemen. Giannis uh, hammered it home right yeah. up on Ben Simmons' grill. Ben, ben Simmons did the Olay defense on that. He didn't want to be put on a poster. Right. And Giannis says he's a baby. He's a forgetful baby, and I'm yeah. pretty sure forgetful is being replaced with another word. Exactly. Then we go down the court, Chris, <laughs> and Ben Simmons got the putback. Right, and my man did his uh, he did his war cry. He did his uh, his scream all the way down from the bottom of his belly. He flexed on everybody, and right. you know what? Ben Simmons is a little yappy guy. Not a little guy. Not a little guy. He's a big dude. He's almost seven feet tall. Right, he's six ten. Yeah. He's a yapper though, which I'm down for. He's yapping at Nurkic. He's uh yeah he, he's tailor made for L A dating the Hollywood you know it's all good I'm all, he's dating with the Jenner Kardashian crew and uh, he, his game hasn't fallen yet so not I'm yet. All, not yet I'm all here for it I'm here for all the yap and I'm glad the the referees let it go I love how Joel Embiid the the king of trash talking was calling for a technical on Giannis Antetokounmpo thought it was hilarious. <laughs> They let it slide in the playoffs. They gotta let it slide. And like I was mad last year when Chris Paul did his little shimmy yeah. on, uh, on on Steph, and I think they gave him a T for that. If I'm not mistaken, if they didn't, that's good. They need to keep it up. It's the playoffs. It's the it's the long stretch. Oh, yeah. These are the last 15 games of the year for most of the most of the league. So yeah. uh, I'm all here for it. I yeah. want. I, yeah. I like Giannis and the Mamba mentality. He's yeah. out of control, and uh, he's got to keep it coming. But I think we found a little leak on how to beat the Bucks. Especially with Brogdon out for a little bit, they're gonna play him like the 0-4 Pistons. Like, okay, let's let Giannis, aka Shaq, get his 50 points. Let him, let him, let him get his 50 points. But we're gonna make sure nobody else goes off. Right, right. And that's a yeah. What do you think of the whole thing? Because I'm here for it. I'm here for the fighting. I'm here for the trash talk. I like that style. I'm here for the more physical play. I'm all here for it. Well, unfortunately, the NBA isn't. So we'll see how we'll see how long they, they yeah, let. Yeah, no me. defense is played anymore in the NBA. Oh man, even even if you want to, they won't let you because you can't put your hands on them. That's number one. Right. But number two, man, I love it. I love when guys compete, man. I like, and that's why I was a huge fan of Kobe, man. Kobe, you know, don't get me wrong. Everybody has some some way, some ways, um, in some way, they're friends off the court. All these guys, but but when it's time to play ball, man, Kobe's not shaking your hand. Man. He's coming from he's coming for your throat, and I love that. I love when guys compete, and that's why I'm. I don't. I, Everybody's not built like that. Obviously, the Kobe, the Mamba mentality. Most of the league isn't like that anymore. Exactly. And and LeBron has never had that persona. He's obviously he's obviously one of the best in the world, one of the best ever do it, but he's never had that persona. Russ Brooks like that. He don't want to be a friend. He don't want to take. He don't want to go out for dinner for you. I mean, I don't know. No. Be reaching, but he don't want to be a friend. I mean, he's coming at you during the game, man. At, at, from starts for the for all forty eight minutes, man. He's coming after you, but. Um, I mean, I loved it, man. The dunk was great. He called Ben a baby. And it's funny, man, because I, I tweeted about it. I was like, man, I, I love to see that, man. Two fellow all-stars uh, talking mess with each other. Because this was about, man. We, we'll be in April before we know it. Playoffs will be starting, man. Everybody's playing for the right to, 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 to get to the finals in June. And if you if you want to shake hands and be friends, man, you won't get there. I promise you that. You will not get there. And 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 I and I believe Anthony Zacupo has his eye on June. I really believe that. That Brogdon loss is huge. That's but huge. So far, but they're so far ahead that I think they'll lock in the number one seed, even without. Right. 
because they're three they're three games above Toronto right now. Yes, they're fifty two and eighteen. Obviously, the first team to win fifty games this year. But that Brock that Brogdon lost his shoes because he compliments Bledsoe. He's a better shooter than Bledsoe. They, but they both play defense. He's a fifty forty ninety guy. He's oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, and I believe that man. It's the reason why he's so successful coming out of coming out of Virginia, man. He played the, he plays the game the right way. He's not the most athletic, but he's efficient. He takes good shots. He plays defense. He plays the game the right way. He gets through screen rolls. He gets back on defense. Communicates. You rarely find him out of position on his rotations. He knocks down open jump shots. Like I say he compliments those guys, and obviously they still have um, Chris Middleton, who was an All Star. So. I think they just that, uh, they just signed Tim Frazier as well uh, for the stretch run to try oh, to give him a little okay. give him a little more shooting, but okay. yeah, the Bro- the Brogdon thing is huge. They'll lock up the one seed. Yeah, They'll I think some guys, and I don't even know who the A seed is right now. Is it? It's either Charlotte, Orlando, or Miami, or one of those teams. They right. can beat them without Brogdon. the The key is going to be right. whoever wins the four or five series between oh, Philly yeah. and Boston. And Philly looks like it's peaking. Philly looks like it's coming together at the right time. You're shaking your head. You think uh, you think Boston experience is gonna is gonna outweigh Philly. Here's the one thing before you get to that. Mm-hmm. Part of me wanted Patrick Beverly to go in that deal to Philadelphia oh. because I need a Patrick Beverly, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid in the Garden oh. police escort out of the arena level playoff series. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. But you got to keep on. Boston just has Philly's number, man. Because number yeah. one, Horford, Horford is so smart defensively. He, he he knows how to not he can't stop Embiid because Embiid's gonna do his thing, but he's very smart around on how to defend Embiid. And you gotta keep my uh, Embiid prefers not to play with his back to the basket, so so he he allows Horford to hold us hold his position a lot easier, even though he's seven foot and Horford's only about what, about six ten. He doesn't he kind of face up, so that helps Horford. But Ben Simmons still can't shoot the basketball, so Boston knows that. Brad Stevens knows that. So these guys are going on every single screen. And Boston is still good defensively, even though they're. Defensive rating has dropped from last year. It's still good defensively. Um, Jimmy Butler, the, the jury's still out on him this time. Of yeah. Year. Is yeah. he hurt? Like, he doesn't seem like he's got that pop right now. No, he doesn't. He, I mean, he doesn't. But like I said, it's, they'll, they'll go as far as he takes them. Him, but that Tobias was, was big, but Tobias has never been in this position. So we're not, he's, he's one of the, he's one of the guys that Philly is going to lean on. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, see what happens. I mean, Boston and Boston is Brad Stevens still has to figure out how to share minutes with those guys, man. Because Rozier, he's looking for minutes. Brown is looking for minutes. Tatum, smart. I mean, those guys are all looking for minutes. Obviously, they're still trying to uh, figure out if Hayward is even somebody that they can rely on come playoff time. Obviously, Brad Stevens, that's his former player in college at Butler, but they're trying to see if, if this is a guy they can even count on come playoff time. He's also getting thirty-one million a year. Oh, but obviously, he signed. He signed that before getting the injury. And I like Gordon Hayward. He can play, man, but. These young guys are like, man, we just as good, if not better than him. Yeah. See it. But this guy, this guy getting 30, they're getting 31 mil. But they, they like him. Don't get me wrong. They like Gordon Hayward. They just feel like some guys feel like Hayward is just he's a liability out there for him, man. Cause he does he doesn't play as he doesn't play well enough offensively to compensate what he does defensively. Right. So, so, a, lot, so a lot of guys feel that way. So um, but Boston is a tough matchup for Philly, man. Honestly, I really believe that. Especially yeah. if Boston is making shots. It's yeah, every team has that one team that kind of just has right. their number right but right. Yeah, the bucks are like really they have a great record against everybody though especially in the top five or whatever but yeah, yeah every everybody's got that team that uh, has their number right. like 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 boston can beat philadelphia but toronto just murders boston like it's just all it's just all about the matchups i think and, that i think that length bothers boston the length of toronto bothers boston mm. think about it Kyrie six one marcus smart six three you're looking at what what outside of Lowry, everybody else on on um 
Toronto's six six and up. Yeah. So, so the versatility, like Golden State, they're long. That length, length bothers you, man. I'm not saying the guys to be a great defender or a shot blocker, but length, length can bother you, man. It closes, it closing, uh, it closes passing lanes, um, drives to the basket because you know guys get their long, get that reach out, and it, it makes things difficult. So that's why Toronto's just a tough matchup for Boston because Boston's guards are a lot smaller. So and, I, and Kyrie's only six one, so so they're able to. Uh, Kyrie's gonna do his thing, but they're able to funnel him. You got Green, you got the best, you got the best defender on the ball in Kawhi. Then you got Ibaka, one of the best shot blockers. Now you throw Gasol back there. And it's like they're gonna be able to funnel Kyrie. They're gonna let him do his thing, but it's not gonna be easy. So Toronto. What do you think about What do you think of Milwaukee and Boston then? Oh, that's good. Oh, what Milwaukee and Boston? I think yeah. I think yeah, I think Milwaukee would beat them like in six. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't think Boston would have enough shooting. And on top of that, they had nobody for they they had nobody for Giannis. Nobody. Nobody in Boston for him. Yeah, too yeah. long. Yeah. No, that's that's uh that that that'd be tough, man. So I think Milwaukee and Toronto to come down to those two. So last topic before we uh send it off, we send everybody away is uh Isaiah Thomas. This is good. Mm. Tonight is the first time he plays in Boston since getting traded up out of there. And it's been mm. a lot of it's been a lot of pit stops for IT. My man went to Cleveland, didn't really mesh. And then he went to the Lakers for some reason, and obviously they weren't going to keep him. And now he's in Denver. The rotation is a little shortened. He's not really getting a lot of minutes, but Malone came out today and said, look, we're going to play him a couple minutes, and we're going to do the damn thing. So I think it's going to be great, man. Isaiah Thomas is beloved in Boston. So we yep. get to see it, and uh, it's going to be a treat, Chris. What do you what do you think? you think Isaiah Thomas has a throwback performance? Uh, well, they're, they're, they're playing currently right now as we speak. Uh, scores 42 to 38 late in the second. Um, Isaiah Thomas has yet to score, but I'm pretty sure he's got an ovation. But you got to keep in mind, this is, this is not his first return to Boston since he's left. Remember, we played with the Lakers and he returned. Um, did, he, but did he play in the game, though? No, nah, but remember, they still gave him an ovation. That was the whole Rondo thing. Remember, he wanted it. Right. That was the whole Rondo thing, and Rondo felt some type of way about that. Remember that? I'm that was right. comedy. Yeah, I remember yeah. that stuff. That, that's what led to an altercation again in New Orleans and the Lakers last year. Right, and Ronald's like, bro, he hasn't won anything. We, I won a championship. He got the Eastern Conference Finals and got hurt. But anyways, yeah. So, um, um, I, I think it's a good return. I just feel bad for him, man, because he has so much money on the table. But that injury and Danny Ainge didn't want to pay him. Now nobody else wants to pay him. Now he's he's pretty much just trying to trying to figure out how to um fit where to fit and then try to get the most money while he's still playing at a higher level. So I mean, we'll see, man. But I mean. Uh, I, I I root for guys like that, man, because you know shorter guy, and is obviously he's had a long career in the league so far, man. Last yeah, draft. Unfortunately, he's probably one and done in Denver's rebuild plan. I mean, this is a four-year plan oh. for Denver, yeah. and they got Michael Porter Jr. waiting in the wings. He's already doing windmill three sixty dunks in practice, so you know he's going to be back next. He'll be ready to go next season. I and, hope so. Yeah, that guy was a stud in high school, man. He was he was a monster. He was supposed to go to Washington, and then that whole thing collapsed. And then right. he went to Missouri for a little bit, played what one game in the tournament with his with <laughs> yeah. his brother, if the, if if that. And that was a wrap on Michael Porter Jr. That guy was supposed to be the consensus number one pick last year, but right. back injuries are scary, and uh, he fell in a great situation in Denver. All in all, it's uh, he, he 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 wouldn't have been better than Luca. Luca Doncic is is that guy. Luka Doncic's man will be an all-star for the next 10 years. Yeah, can, you know, I'm a big Luka guy. I'm driving his Brate bus. I love, I'm a big Luka Doncic guy. And I wasn't when he first came here. Because I saw his highlights. I was like, nah, he can't get away with that. Yeah, he's slow as hell. You see him in the EuroLeague right. Final Four. He's in slow motion. Right. But when I see him, put, when, when I see him create for himself, put the ball, 
threw his legs behind his back, stepped back. I seen him break down solid defenders at this level. I was like, oh yeah, he's coming. His he's, IQ though is through the roof. Through the roof. He's only nineteen, man. So I mean, he's only gonna get better. Him and Porzingis the next ten years are gonna be oh. outrageous. That's a destination right there. Cuban yeah. is happy. He's building his all white Make America Greater team. It's gonna be a, a beautiful thing to see. They traded his whole starting lineup. People don't realize that they gutted the whole starting lineup and kept Luca Barnes gone. Uh, Wesley yeah. Matthews, see you later. DeAndre yeah. Jordan, see you later. And I forgot who, who else is on there. Yeah. And they, they were playing. Oh, Dennis Smith. That's right. How can I forget? That guy's killing it in New York City. Mm. And what's funny is like they released the Sal Majiri guy. They released him, but that was Luca oh. Doncic's teammate in Real Madrid. Really? So once Luca came out and said, "Oh, I missed this guy, man. I really, I this is guy. He helped me with the transit." They signed his ass the same yeah. fucking day. Mark Cuban did that. Mark Cuban was like, okay, let's bring this guy back. So they're, they're all in on Luka Doncic right now. He's got a, l- a, couple, a little bit of merch. I guess his nickname is El Matador. That's what they're they're putting all this other stuff, uh, the, the killer. And yeah. uh, that's what it literally means. But they're probably like Matador is in LA and Spain and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. I'm all about – I'm still waiting for the big Doncic energy shirts. I've been pitching yeah. that since he got drafted. Right. Fantasy Sports Cave, let's make some money, man. Geo, let's, uh, let's print up some merch, baby. Big Doncic energy. But yes, big it. Doncic guy and – it's interesting how that Trey Young Luka Doncic comparison is going to last for the next ten years or so, and you know the, we got to see what happens with this draft pick uh, with, with Dallas. It's going to mm-hmm. be uh, interesting. I forgot how protected it is, mm-hmm. but it'd be really hilarious if it doesn't convert this year. If Dallas keeps their pick, I don't know if it's top five or top seven protected, but if it converts and then next year they're going to be really good. So that potential top three, five pick or whatever it's going to be, it's going to be a 14 or 15th pick. So this is a, a really cl- crucial situation right now for Dallas. And yeah. uh, I don't even know how we got there because we were talking yeah. about IT. And uh, I don't know. That's all I got to say about IT, man. He was uh, It's going to be wow. interesting to see. He never got the brink struck. It kind of sucks. He never got paid out. Right. But it is what it is. Denver's got a rough stretch to close the year, man. A lot of back-to-backs, a lot of road games, and all versus top-tier competition. Uh, teams on the come up though, like you said, Dallas is going to be scary. Obviously, the Knicks are going to be up in there, like underwear. And uh, I think Atlanta, I like Atlanta and Dallas are going to be the futures of their conference. Atlanta is going to be a playoff team in a year or two. They oh, really no. are, without question, because the East is so the East is so weak, man. If they if they had somebody to pair with Trey, who wasn't Collins and the young guy that came, they they would be okay. Honestly, yeah, Alex Len needs to. Uh, he's going to get a nice contract from some stupid team. He needs to give a percentage of that to Trey Young for making Alex Len uh, existent again. That is, very, and, uh, that is very so wait. So who's your rookie here? Oh, I got you know what? I had it tied when we talked last week. I had it tied. Mm-hmm. I had it tied. I have to go back towards Doncic. We got to go towards the yeah. full body of work from I the beginning to. of the year to the end of the year. Trey Young has came out white hot. He's yeah. doing the damn thing. He's scoring like crazy. But Doncic completely has had a better year from beginning to end. My coach of the year so far is a toss-up between Nate McMillan and Budenholzer because nobody thought Milwaukee would be the one the number one overall team. Mm-hmm. And nobody thought the Pacers would still be the three seed with, with losing Oladipo. So those guys are up there. Nurse took over the number one team, so you can't really give it to him. And out west, Kerr's doing his thing. Uh, D'Antoni already won it. Dol- Donovan is good. You know, it is what it is. And okay. I don't know. That's that. Those are my picks. Who's your coach of the year? Uh, I would have to go between Bodenhoser and Malone. Um, oh, the, yeah, that's who I'm blanking on. Malone right. from Denver. Yeah, but I think that uh, Nate McMillan depends on how they finish because right now they're right now they're in the four spot, I believe. Oh. Yeah, so they, I, I think they're going to keep moving down. I think Boston eventually catch them. But he's still doing a great job. But So we would get a Philly-Indiana series then? If, if it plays out like that? 
Yeah, right now, right? If it holds, that's a tough series for Philly, man. They got size. Indy has a lot of size. Oh, yeah, yeah, but they don't have that. There's no closer. There's no, no yeah. Nah, not you can't you can't give me Tyreek Evans or, or Wes Matthews. Those are good, those are good players, but it, it, it can't it can't be one of those two guys. But like I said, so for my coach of the year, I would either get a Bulls or her Mike Malone. But if I honestly, if I had to lean, even though Milwaukee has the best record, I would have to give it to Mike Malone. Yeah, nobody thought they would be the two seed. And, and they wouldn't be the two seed. And then the West, Mike Malone, I mean, Budenhoser had the Greek feet. Jokic is just really scratching the surface. I and, love me from Jokic. So if I had to choose, if Denver stays at the two spot, if they're able to somehow catch Golden State. But if, I you like had, if you had a choice next 10 years, do you take Embiid or you take Jokic? Embiid. Okay. I, I, still think, I still think Embiid's the best big man in the league right now. Yeah, it, it's kind of criminal that he doesn't get more MVP talk. I know he missed a lot of a few games due to injury. Mm -hmm. Dude's balling out. Dude yeah. is a stud. He closes the show. He's top five, in my opinion, for the MVP voting. Nobody even talks about this guy. You go Giannis, Harden, George. George. You got you to throw Embiid in the top five, four or five. You could, throw, you could throw Jokic up there as well. I mean, Jokic, this is Jokic's first year. This yeah. is like his breakout year. But if he keeps this up for years to come and Denver kind of upsets somebody in a series or Jokic takes over a first round or a second round, yeah. he's definitely going to be up there. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I would throw Kawhi in there too. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a uh, – A load management man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, those are my guys. But like I said, I mean, these last fifteen games will tell us a lot, man. And and, and the coaches will be able to decide uh, what direction they want to go on the players. So, like oh, Gio makes a great point. Doc Rivers is coaching his ass off too. Yes, that's, that's a great point. Yeah. Nobody talks about him as well. He got he got rid of the best player back to back years. Right. And uh, still doing the damn thing. He's doing a great job of coaching. But they, but they buy into what they buy into a system. That's why they play hard for him. That, right. That, I'm trying to explain to these Lakers fans the difference between the Clippers and the Lakers. The Lakers supposedly have the best player in the world, but nobody's playing hard. The Clippers ain't got not one. Everybody all. plays hard on the Clippers. After night in and night out. Who's in the playoff hunt? So. There you go. Proof is in the pudding, man. We can talk about all what. It's not just, you can't just, you can't just put on the purple and go lace up your kicks, expect to get out there and teams are going to lay down, man. They're coming for you. Teams already don't like the Lakers. They, you know, the tradition and. LeBron and teams catered to catered to Lakers so much, so we gonna and now we have one of the best players in the world, or to some the best player in the world. So we are gonna get everybody's best shot every night. I can't wait to see where Kawhi goes. I think Kawhi ends up with the Clippers. I think two of his boys are already working for the Clippers, and Lawrence Frank follows him around like a white on rice. So I think it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty much uh, tailor made for him. Yeah, he's gonna he bought that big mansion in San Diego. He's gonna have a uh, the Kawhi copter. He's gonna have the Kawhi <laughs> copter in San Diego. Him and Philip Rivers are gonna commute. It's gonna be a beautiful thing. Philip drives though. Yeah, he's got a sprinter bus. I think Kawhi would get a Kawhi copter. I'm not a lot of driving, man. I'm at four or five, five or four. But anyways, I would. But anyway, what do I know? I'm not getting paid millions, so what can I say? <laughs> right, the Kawhi copter. No doubt, Alex. Well, I mean, that was. I mean, I think that was good stuff, man. I think we hit on a lot. Obviously, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll. I mean, we're, we're gearing for the last, the home stretch, man, before these playoffs um, pan out, and then we'll kind of know. Who's playing who when they're playing and what the matchups will be and who do we like, man? So uh, this, is, uh, this was a blast. We will we will wrap it up. This was uh, officially our first episode doing this together. I don't know what we're calling it. If we're coming up with a name with it, the corner three, the heat check. Who knows what we're gonna call? Or it's just the fantasy sports cave. 
<laughs> MMA show with Chris and Alex. We look forward to having Giovanni. The young guy. The young guy. Yeah, we, we look forward to having Giovanni on the show, possibly some more Clipper guys on the show. Yeah. A lot, I'm a big fan of a lot of the Clipper bloggers. I don't want to say a few names because I'll leave some guys out, but I'm a big fan of some of the Laker guys, the Clipper yeah. guys, and some of the national beat writers like to read as well on the athletic and, and oh, different yeah. platforms. And they all seem like really cool fellows. So yeah. uh, we'd like to have them on if, uh, possibly. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris, plug your stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantasy Sports Cave. You can always follow me on Twitter at Chris NBA CHR, and that's Y with the yellow NBA. You can also follow our social media, the Fantasy Sports Game or Fantasy Sports Cave on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, the whole nine. I'm still learning the social media platform, man. I'm still learning it, but I'm not I'm not that savvy, but I'm learning, man. <laughs> Just Give me some time. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there, man. And uh, thank you to Fantasy Sports Cave for hosting this on their platform, bringing us together. Once again, my name is Alex Fernandez. You can follow me on all social media, Mr. Alex Fernandez, MR Alex Fernandez, Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on YouTube. I'm always talking shit about combat sports, pro wrestling. And as you can see, I can hold my weight when it comes to the association, yeah. folks. Can. Once, once again, thank you all for watching and listening. And uh, yeah, you can subscribe here on the YouTube and listen on Apple, Apple, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Tinder, wherever you listen to your podcast. It's all a great place. And uh, we will catch y'all next week. Bye bye. <laughs>